Hello, friends, and welcome to Dyson and Extra Slice, our Bake Off Review podcast. Ooh. I'm Alicia. And hey, it's Josh. And today, we normally have slices on our regular podcast as we play D&D, but today for the Bake Off podcast, we've also brought a slice with us, because I was in the co-op and I saw that they were selling s'mores cupcakes. And after all the drama of Paul Hollywood s'mores last week, I thought we would try them. They're two chocolate flavour sponge cakes topped with mallow flavoured frosting and decorated with chocolate drizzle, mini mallows and biscuit crumbs. I'm aware that that is nothing like an actual s'more, but I thought we would try them anyway. S'moreful. Friends, they smell bad. They, they just smell like... They smell quite synthetic. They smell like marshmallow ass. Yeah. Because um, we, we had a little chat in our Discord about exactly what s'mores were because Rooney, hi Rooney, couldn't believe that we'd never had a s'mores, but they're just not an English thing. Yeah, Alicia's face is one of disgust and disappointment. Oh boy, what an unpleasant eating experience. Isn't it bad? I don't think I can eat mine. It's really dry cake and really sickly frosting. See, my cake isn't that dry, but the frosting is just like the worst kind of synthetic flavour. You need like a huge mug of tea with it. So we've started our episode with a disappointing s'mores cupcake that I've had one bite of and have immediately put down, um, which doesn't link in to at all the theme of this week, which is... It's cursed week. No, sorry, misread, (laughs) custard week. It is custard week. Josh hates custard, and I will say... Custard is the fucking worst, I agree. I'm not a huge custard person. I like the... No, you're a big marshmallow person. (laughs) I like the bird's custard, which is like the powder custard that you add with milk, and it's delicious and thick and lovely, and you put bananas in it, and it's a great time. And I will, I can palate the custard inside a custard donut. But in terms of like the weird custard, like egg custard that you get with Christmas cake, not that I eat either of those things. And like there seems to be lots of other types of custard, but I'm not a super big fan of like cold, like set custard. And this week was a lot about set custard. Number one thing that annoys me when Alicia talks about custard is how she talks about egg custard. All custard is egg custard because custard is just milk, egg and vanilla yeah, and but, sugar. Yeah, but there's That's a, what custard is. Yeah, but isn't there a specific egg custard that you have with Christmas pudding no. that's very thin and runny? No. Well, that's what my nan makes and she calls it egg custard. Anyway, let's talk about this fucking week. So before we even start the show this week, we normally have our weird introductions and there was none this week. Which is why we brought our own. They had a recap of Halloween week and then went straight into the signature. Which was what, Josh? Which for this week was floating islands. Which is basically you make some kind of creme anglaise custard and then you float some kind of poached meringue. Who knew you could poach meringue? Yeah. And it looks like it's floating in the custard. Yep. Hence floating islands. But what did Yanush say that they call it in Poland? Nothing soup. Nothing soup. Nothing soup. Nothing soup. Which which... Alicia said was how she felt. Yeah, I feel a bit like nothing soup today, friends. I think it's because the meringue is meant to like melt in your mouth and disappear as soon as you get to it. Meringue is supposed to be airy and light and fluffy, yeah. I like my meringue chewy. You do. Speaking of Yanush, he made a morning vanilla latte. Oh yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was nice. It really looked like a latte. It looked like a vanilla latte the custard was like the perfect latte color and then his meringue was like almost this like cream on top and he made little biscuits that were marmalade flavored yeah, that marmalade went in the biscuits. side it looked great judges loved it yeah they thought the custard was spot on mm. paul apparently custard is one of paul's favorite things to eat because of course it fucking is <laughs> says a lot about the man says a lot <laughs> yeah the, the dessert says a lot about the man <laughs> Speaking of desserts saying a lot about a man, Kevin's got everything coming up roses. As his, it, he used rose flavouring in it. 
Why do people keep using rose flavouring? It always goes wrong, I feel well, like. it didn't go wrong for Kevin, but That's it was just true. like... The, the problem with rose flavouring is that even when it's done well, it's just kind of okay. See, I just feel like if you can taste the rose, then you've done a bad job because rose just tastes like soap. You should stop eating soap. It was interesting though. Like, his his looked quite nice. The judges just kept saying to him he should have done something with a loch, with like Loch Ness Monster or something typically Scottish. And he was like, no, 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 that would be too obvious. Yeah. So instead he made his very dainty ones. But it was a surprise because he does love a pun. He loves a bit. He does love a pun. He did put Prosecco in his meringue though, which did suck out some of the... Some of the volume. Yeah, it basically, like, the liquid Very kind of extinguished meringues. the meringues, so they didn't rise as much and they weren't as No, disappointing. Delicious. And to be fair, a lot of the poached meringues just looked a bit weird. I just didn't know you could poach meringue. You can poach anything. Can you now? Yeah. Mm. Maxi made Blueberry Lagoon floating islands that were not enough in the glass. Oh, God, yeah, there was so little custard yeah, in there. It was, it was, Prue said that's not really a dessert, is it? It's like she'd ran out. Yeah, bless her. Tasted good, though. Yeah, like the flavours. They just wanted a bit more of it. Mm -hmm. You'll notice we're not saying much about this opening thing, and it's just because it's a quite difficult thing to talk about. Yeah, and also what I'll say is everyone did pretty well. It wasn't like anyone had mm. a big fail. Like, everyone knew how to make their creme anglaise. Yeah. Sandro, he had practised his signature at home, yeah. but then decided he wanted to add more punch to it. So he put Prosecco in his jelly and he had brandy already in brandy the custard. Brandy-infused custard, yeah. He was heavy hard-hitting with the alcohol. Which is surprising considering it was a cherry almond and hazelnut floating island. Yeah. yeah. It looked quite pretty. It was a bit messy. There was a quite a lot going on, I think, mm. with Sandro's. But they said the brandy custard, perfect. Prosecco was unnecessary in the jelly, which I think is fair. He had a yeah. lot going on. You can't have too much going on, like, for example, a cherry, orange and pistachio floating island with some toffee on top or some caramel on top, which is what Abdul made. Oh, yeah. And the weight of the caramel pushed all of the air oh, out of yeah. his poached meringue. He had these cute little kind of sugared caramel little disc things that he just rested on top, but yeah, they were kind of squishing it down a bit. But tasted fine. Yeah, judges thought it was delicious. Very, very tasty, just yeah. a shame about the caramel squashing down the meringue. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, Shabira, oh, Shabira, who made chicken Kiev in a in a she sauce. She did not. She made little. She literally made floating islands. So she had poached her meringue, and then she covered it in it's like a mint sand, but it was just this kind of sand-coloured crumb. Um, and she had she'd painted little palm trees all around the glass. And they're meant to be like little islands. They did look a lot like a thing of breaded chicken. Yeah. But she made mojito flavoured things. So you had the mint crumb, you had a lime custard, there was some rum in there and coconut. And the judges fucking loved it. They loved it. It was very tasty. Yeah. But it did look like a chicken keto. But it was delicious. They thought it was amazing. <laughs> With the alcohol and the flavouring, Shabira's back on her flavour high. Well done, Shabira. Yeah, she was off it for a few weeks. Mm. She got it back last week and now she's just kind of riding that high, isn't she? Yeah, she's doing a great job. Mm. And then the technical. We have had our first staggered start technical this week. They do it every season, maybe once I, or twice. I don't know if they do do it every season. They've done it. Oh, I feel like I've seen them do it a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Let us know what you think. <laughs> Basically, and it was very clever and... 
weird caveat josh and i once did some filming for a like reality tv show for a film school and so we had to do this pilot of a reality show and when we did that i realized how they ask very specific questions for like the cutaways in the interviews and they ask you to say certain phrases and all of this and they had a clip of sandro where he said oh well how do i feel about the technical well i'm sitting at the back today which means i've got a good view to watch and see what everyone else is doing and then they announced they were doing a staggered technical and sandro was the first baker to start and i just thought they clearly asked him to say that phrase so that there was a very clear jump to him then being alone in the tent for the first what 15 minutes half an hour yeah but what was the technical alicia what do they have to make they had to make pistachio and something ice cream they had to make pistachio and praline or praline yeah ice cream with waffle cones with waffle cones dipped in chocolate and pistachios yeah yeah sweet sandro watched all the other bakers leave the tent and he had to start on his own and just crack on with it and i immediately said what the fuck does ice cream have to do with custard week turns out you can make ice cream with custard I mean, all ice creams have a custard base. Huh. All good ice creams have a custard base. Interesting. Which is wild because I love ice cream. Yeah. Just fucking hate custard. (laughs) So basically they had to make a creme anglaise and then they had to cool that to then mix it in to make their ice cream. Here is where the drama comes in. So all the bakers put their creme anglaise, once they'd made it, into the fridge for it to set. Apart from two bakers and that surprisingly was Yanush and Shabira and Shabira was like I know this needs to set as quickly as possible so I can make my ice cream so they both put theirs in the freezer which to be fair is exactly what I would have done turns out you put something hot in the freezer and makes your freezer hot yeah that's sort of standard fridge freezer etiquette 101 I just feel like the freezer should stay cold that's its job Yeah, but the the freezer, like, collects cold. And if you put hot into cold, it gets rid of the cold. The hot hot heats up the cold, so cold no longer cold. Uh, Ah, that's the science of how freezers work. But in shows like... I think it's nailed it, weirdly. They have, like, big fan freezers Mm. where the cool air is circulated and pumped in. Now, if Bake Off had one of those, it would be a fucking game changer. Yeah, that would be amazing. So for a lot of people, you know, they then, once their creme anglaise was going to set, they then started making the praline part, not the praline, the pistachio part for their ice cream. Mm -hmm. And they then put that back in to set in the freezer. Yanush and Shabira's just didn't set because the freezer was too hot. It was, yeah, it was a real shame. They made, mm. they just ended up with sloppy green cream. Yeah. Which and how is this what works. You can find me on Tinder <laughs> as. God. And how this works is basically, so Sandro finished first because he started first. And then Noel brings the ice creams over to the judges who are facing away from the bakers because there's still some bakers finishing. And they then discuss it and test it and, and all of this. Sandro did a pretty good job. They liked his, thought it was great flavor, had the right pistachio color. Yeah. It was a pretty good ice cream. And then unfortunately, they then went to Yanush and then Shabira. Yeah. Both of which were... It was liquid in a cone and and it was dripping out the bottom. Shabira's especially was like coming out of the sides of the waffle. Yeah. Abdul managed to burn two waffles as well. He he was making something else and just kept saying, why can I smell burning? (laughs) It's your waffle, Abdul. Yeah. It's impressive to burn it twice. Yeah. To not learn from your mistake the first time with your... Icarusian hubris. He sniffed the first one as well before he binned it. Yeah. Like just, it was just like in case just it was salvageable. <laughs> but it, it, it was very funny. He must have had it turned up too high, I reckon. But hard to say. Hard to say. Uh, Abdul's ended up being fine. Yeah. It was ice cream. I think he, he had quite like hard chocolate that had just been like kind of. I think that was Kevin. 
Oh. Well, he'd only put one scoop on, and the judges were apparently looking for one and a half scoops. And Which I think Maxi is just and Abdul un- and Kevin all only did one scoop. It's just unnecessarily, like, picky. Because if you don't specify one and a half scoops, you're not going to get one and a half scoops. I know, scoops. but I think if you're serving something to look nice, you, you don't just do one sad scoop. You put another little bit no, on I'd, top. No, I'd put one big scoop. Uh, but th- but that's the thing. You can't judge people on what they think is the right amount of ice cream to put in a cone. Because you can have small, medium and large cones. Well, that's true. I'm not going to go on a long rant about it. I feel I feel it building up there's inside one, you. There's one there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a recurring issue with a lot of the technicals, is that it's so much of it is subjective. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there is no objective best amount of ice cream other than lots. Yeah. And obviously only one scoop isn't lots. But again, that's not even objective. That's subjective. I'm on a rant. Also, so Sandro was a rebel and he put some of his drizzly chocolate in the base of his cones. He did. like a little chocolate surprise. I don't know that the judges ever found it, but I thought that was great. Do you know why they put chocolate in the bottom of cones like in a Cornetto? To stop ice cream leaking out? To stop ice cream leaking out. <gasps> Aren't I smart? Very smart. Not not just as a treat. I would win a technical. You, <laughs> you'd give it a fair run for like 15 minutes and then have a good mine, long cry. Mine would be a hot fucking mess. You'd find mess. a walk-in fridge. Oh. And just put Close myself the door in it. Yeah. Yeah. Cry. Absolutely. <laughs> Crying next to the sweet corn. But Maxie did a good job. Maxie did fine. Yeah. She just had, you know, just one kind just, of smallish scoop. She was too scared to put two on. Yeah. So they all did relatively well, the best, apart, apart from, from Bless Paul, Yanush, and, and Shabira. Shabira. Yeah. Who were at the bottom. Yeah. Shabira was bottom, then it was Yanush. And then I think it was between Kevin and Abdul, second was Maxi, and top was Sandro. Which Sandro. I think he seemed very pleased with because he was the first one in, which means he was there all on his own. Yeah. Just starting the challenge. He, he did really well to, yeah. to be the first guy, have all those extra nerves as well. Yeah, but maybe you've got they no one to psych copy. themselves out. Yeah. Who knows? Which brings us on to the the showstopper. The stopper of shows. The stopper of shows. It stopped my show because it's a custard gateau. Yeah, it had to have a set custard element that had to be the hero of the bake. And Obviously also, needed baked parts. And also layers. Yeah. It was interesting because custard is just... There's so much reliant on like the fridge and the setting time. And you have to get your custard to the right consistency. And if you stir it too much, it'll become wrong. Or if you let it get too hot, then it'll become wrong. Abdul's was lumpy as first custard. Yeah, lumpy custard. Yeah, so we had to redo it. We had to redo it. We and put him behind. Well, he put him behind, but he... I think he kind of cheesed his way around it. He, he was making a peach and raspberry milfoy. Um, which is layers of pastry and cream, or in this case, custard, and then fruit and stuff. It was a Paul Hollywood recipe as it well. It's a Paul Hollywood recipe. I don't think that's a fucking gatto. That's not a custard gatto. It's a custard dessert. I mean, what does gatto mean in terms of... Right, you say gatto, most people go Black Forest. Yeah. In their heads. Yeah. So that's the reference point you've got to have. I feel like the Milfoy would be better on, like, a sandwich week or pastry week. Like, I, if you were pastry selling me that week. as a sandwich. Absolutely on pastry week. Yeah. Is Like, that's where it belongs. He made a rough puff puff pastry with, mm. with all the flavourings, and it looked really pretty. It looked beautiful, considering yeah. he was short on time because he'd fucked his first custard. Mm-hmm. He Which was, was very graphic for Channel 4 to show, <laughs> by the way. Um, he was catching up really well. It looked really beautiful by the time he finished it. Was it was really dainty. and what Judges that, really enjoyed it. And what that tells me is that he didn't do enough. Oh, no, if, I think he if, did good. If you fuck up and still have room to make something that is beautiful... You did not. You were not using all of your time effectively oh, in your planning. No, he was because you need to account for you know error. Fuck if you don't leave yourself spare time, then that's there's no drama in that. 
Oh, I, the judges loved it. They said it yeah, was they great. Did. They, they did thought the it. custard was the hero. They thought it was very well. Paul thought it was very clever of him to do a Milfoy, which you know it's Paul's recipe. I yeah. don't know if I'm saying that right. It was the only one that wasn't like a cake, a cake or, mm. or kind of trifle esque, because that's really what you're looking for. Is you're looking also, for layers, you're looking looking for it to be like a stacked trifly looking thing. Yeah, and also like his custard was piped on, so it was just piped in little lumps, so he didn't little have rosettes, to like yeah. have a layer that had to set. He just piped on the custard, which arguably like, might have been a bit easier than what some of the other people had to do. It's a very clever way to work specifically within the limitations. It's, I mean, it's what I love. It's malicious compliance. Mm. But I think it's just a bit cheap. And personally, Abdul, I expected better from you. So then, Janusz. Janusz made a Neapolitan custard gatto. Yeah, so going for the Neapolitan with some chocolate flavours, some vanilla flavours, some strawberry flavours. He had some was, ruby chocolate in there. I think he made a chocolate raspberry custard, mm. a strawberry ruby chocolate custard, mm. and a vanilla white chocolate custard. Yeah, I mean, it was very pretty. He had the Neapolitan colours for, like, yes. the rosettes on the top. Yeah, the rosettes the, the top. The typical Yanush drip going around the edge of the cake. The drip. He's very good. And they said it looked beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looked in that classic Yanush style. Cut it open. You had some distinguished layers. Yeah. Custard was a little was, bit runny, but... No. Wasn't it? It looked oh, a bit runny. Oh, huh, no. Yanusha's custard was like wallpaper paste. Oh, yeah. According to Paul Hollywood. Oh, it was gloopy. It was gloopy. Gloopy, not runny. And yeah. thick and sticky. And like, you could, there was a good like sponge to custard ratio, but Yanusha had essentially just like fucked up all of his custards. The judges didn't really like... I mean, wallpaper paste, you can't really come back from a, a no, comment like that. You can't recover and poor Yanush looked so sad. And it made me sad for him. So Yanush had had a bit of a tough time. Um next up was Maxi with yeah, the Maxi. promised land custard gatto. Custard gatto. Um which was done in dedication to her father in law, I think. Um There was a lot going on. There was a lot on the top. There was like berries and leaves and kiwis and an ankh symbol and, and on the side there was a, a, a profile of Africa. It was just very busy and the judges couldn't tell if it was like artistic and beautiful or messy and I think yeah. they landed on it being both. But well, the problem is if you're there going I don't know if it's artistic or messy, it's messy. Mm. But it was beautiful, you cut into it and she had she had a green sponge, a red sponge and like a yellow sponge and the colours were super clear and they said the custard was was nice. It was just, I think they said the flavours weren't great. Like yeah. they weren't as th impressed as like, they wanted to be. I think it was fine. It looked it's, better than it tasted. It was because the custard wasn't the hero, they said. Yeah, and the right. whole point was that this custard was meant to be the glowing, amazing part of this thing and mm. it just wasn't in Maxi's. Another beautiful tall cake was Sandro's. Who Sandro's. It looked like a wedding cake. He had a three-tiered yeah, thing with white icing and tribute to a friend. purple rosettes and little gold flakes kind of mm. stuck on it. And Sandro, this three-tier custard gatto had uh, three different cakes with three different custard situations. Mm, yeah, he went all um, out. The bottom one was coconut and mango. The middle one was chocolate and... No, it was coffee and something. Coffee and something. Coffee I know the top one was orange. Orange and vanilla. Yes. Yeah. All very good cakes, according to Prue. Yeah. She said that each of those could be sold and eagerly gobbled up by anyone. I think they said that two of them, I think the bottom one was the best. Yes. They liked the top one as well. I think they said the coffee one was a bit dry Medi and yeah, a bit meh. Mediocre. The, yeah. the, the custard wasn't very good. It was a bit uh, flowery, I think Paul said. Yeah, probably just a bit gloopy, mm. which you don't want. But, but they liked the other layers, especially the bottom. Prue, Prue fucking loved it. Yeah. And he did a lot of work. You know, he made three different cakes with three different flavours and all those custards. He did. He put, he put in a lot of work into it. 
Can yeah. I just say, I love it when someone says gobble. Like, specific, ah. like specifically pertaining to food. It's like, oh, I want to gobble it up. And I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's, some, that's some kids' book wording that you're using right there, and I'm into it. Is that because it makes you think of turkeys? It doesn't make me think of turkeys, actually. Does it not? not? Not at all, no. But that's because I've lived with turkeys, and turkeys don't go gobble, gobble, gobble. Shabira, Shabira. Shabira was coming in again with a cocktail. She made a pina colada custard gatto. Yep. And oh my God, it was beautiful. It was stunning. It was an artistic work. This is the sort of cake that you could say to me, that's rustic. And like, I get it because, so she didn't do a buttercream icing. She made like a set custard icing that she put yeah. all the way around the cake and she then put some some kind of flakes on there and she had like pineapple on the top which was made to look like flowers it was and they were red i mean i Ugh. i cannot fathom the amount of work it went in to making that how do you think of that it just looked so good and the whole thing wobbled like yeah. one cohesive like it had come out of a jelly mold it's like a jelly cake oh i'm I, I might have alluded to it before i hate custard yeah um but i would have given it a go just based on it because texturally the, the layers between the custard and the cake seem to be quite cohesive. She had very even layers. And also, she just had a fuckload of custard in there. Yeah. Like, she had managed to cram so much custard in this cake with the custard around the edge. Paul and Prue were surprised at yeah. how, how much custard there was and how well it had held its shape. Yeah. It was set. It was holding together. Yeah. And it was, like, perfect consistency. Beautiful flavours. And to put another feather in Shabira's cap, she was able to help other people when she'd finished hers. Oh, yeah, she was helping. Like, she had the most beautiful and delicious, apparently, cake yep. and helped other people. I really thought she was going to get a handshake. Paul felt oh. like he was getting towards it. Well, I don't... Again, typically they don't give out handshakes for the showstoppers. I know, but still. Uh, yeah, it was a weirdly, like, emotionally charged moment. Mm. Yeah. Um, the judges were blown away by this cake. Yeah. And we're not talking about it doing it justice. Yeah, because we both don't really like custard. No. Who was Shabira helping, though, Alicia? Who was Shabira helping? Well, it well. was our favourite friend, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, who had made my honey valentine. My, so, yeah. his his was, it was meant to be like a three-tiered custard thing. It had fruit in it and then like a layer of jelly on the top. Um, I think but he made he macarons. Hadn't, yeah. He hadn't maybe necessarily given it enough time to set. So by the time he took it out, he was a bit worried about it. Like it was kind of set around the edge. He was worried about the middle. And he put the dowels. the dowels in to try and like keep it strong between the layers. Mm. He got the second layer on, and then when he put the third layer on the top, it just all started to slide because the dowels in the bottom layer were just slipping and sliding. Yeah. They weren't like solidly stood up. It was a dodgy and construction. Yeah, so then he decided to present the bottom layer and then the two top layers on a separate plate. And he just started dumping all his baked goods on top. And he had Shabira there. He had Maxi there and Yanoush. Oh, yeah. They were all there putting things on top of his cake to try and save it. I mean, the, the, the macarons were purple. And it looked... I think had it worked, it looked quite nice. Yeah, it could have worked. With the bright yellow jelly on top of the custody layers. Yeah, and then the red sort of... Kind of looked like a cheesecake. I was thinking that. Yeah. It looked, like, looked a bit like a cross between a cheesecake and a creme caramel. Yeah, 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 yeah. In his custard, he had thyme and bay leaf. Yes, thyme and bay. Which is my two favourite things to have, which is thyme and bay. Aww, yeah. that's cute. Um, which Alicia pulled a face at because it's a savoury, herby flavour in yeah, a sweet custard. Yeah, sounds gross. 
Um, whereas I'm listening to that thinking, oh, Time and Bay with some raspberries. Oh, num, 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 num. Put that in my tummy. That's but exactly is, what Prue thought. But it is custard. But Prue thought it was delicious. Prue said it gets better the more it's in your mouth, which yeah. I think is a very funny and sexy thing to say. Yeah, she thought it was outstanding. And at the end of the episode, she was saying how amazing the flavours are and that she's going to go home and make it. And I'm like, Prue, yeah. if you put that in your cookbook, hun, you got to mm. credit our boy Kev. Yeah, 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 yeah. It did look like someone had dropped it and stepped on it. It just, it was just starting to collapse. You know, no, no matter how much you dump on top. That is a collapsing fucking gatto. Yeah. But it's just wild to me that he created something that essentially was like all custard. There wasn't really much of a sponge layers. Mm. Whereas then you had Abdul, who did something that was mostly pastry with some custard piped in. Like it's, it was quite a vague showstopper, considering the differences of like the actual thing that each of the bakers made. Yeah. And I want to cycle back to Abdul's because I'm just mad about it. Because it's, again, the only one that isn't a gatto. It is not a yeah. custard gatto. If you Google custard gatto... You Google custard gatto and you get what Kevin made. Yeah, which is cake and custard. Maybe mm. some fruit, maybe some cream. Yeah. A Milfoy is not a fucking custard gatto. No, I think that he got away with that because it was a Paul recipe. Do you think he, he, Do you think Paul, in his recipe book, specifically refers to that Milfoy made with custard as a custard gatto? Oh, surely not. If he does, my boy Abdul coming in just Ooh, calling yeah. Paul Hollywood out on his bullshit. Abdul, you're either a revolutionary genius or a fool. <laughs> oh. Love you, bud. So, I don't know you personally. So I have the good job this week and I get to announce who was Star Baker. Um, it was it was interesting this week because Sandro did a lot of amazing work. Shabira had a good first one, a terrible technical, and then an outstanding showstopper. And the star baker for the first ever custard week was Shabira. Amazing. The pineapple. Second in a row. No. No, Sandra got last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's had two, maybe even three now. Two, possibly three. Yeah. But she. It, it's, Sandra did do a lot of work, but I think Shabira's showstopper was just like the MVP of the whole day. Yeah. Absolutely outstanding. She did a really good job. Paul spent a good few minutes just wobbling that cake. I think almost to test it, you know? Like yeah. He was really like, look at it. He wanted look it, at it to break, wobble. yeah. <laughs> he like almost threw a brick at it. Yeah. Um, and she did great in the signature as well. Yeah. Which means I have the rubbish job. The emotional music starts playing. Well, what can I say about the baker who's living us this week? It's Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh Kevin honestly I have loved your punny bakes Kevin's puns have I've been fantastic I've loved your names I've loved the fun I love the little dog with the bone and bless him Kevin said that he's really been struggling with imposter syndrome didn't feel like he deserved to be in the tent but like he did such a good job he did a really good job he wasn't Kev, always be... very perfect at like making the thing but his flavours always saved him because they always tasted great but unfortunately it was between Yanush and Kevin today and they're, they're not going to send you home. Yanush just had a bad showstopper and a bad yeah. technical to be fair. Yeah. Like Yanush had a bad week. But a wonderful signature. They yeah. loved the latte. But, but unfortunately again I say this every week because we get closer and closer and closer. At this point you just you just can't be the can't be the bottom. Yeah. Also the judges do look at your whole track record. They don't just look at that episode. Yeah, they do look I at think... all of the stuff that's come before which I think is very relevant. Because I... everyone has a bad day. I don't like that. You're wrong. Alright then. Next week. <laughs> Next week, Abdul's going to be ready because what is it? It's Milfoy. No. <laughs> it's 
pastry it's week. It's pastry week. It's my favourite week. It's such a good week because pastry is one of the most like technical things in baking. Pastry is very easy to learn and difficult to master. Sure. Like, pastry is just half fat to flour and water. Mm. But the variations on that... That's what I mean. I feel like oh, there's so oh, many oh. variations. Wish I could tell you what's coming up. I could not work it out. I think you've got some pies. Yeah. And something with mange too. Yeah, there seems to be some more savoury ingredients next week. Which I like. I like a savoury pie. So Pastry Week is going to be the next episode for Bake Off. But hey, before you listen to Bake Off, we have just released our Halloween special. Oh, we have, yeah. It is a spooktacular. A pizza peril. A pizza peril. It is featuring our friends from some of the heroes. It is a... If it sounds like your kind of thing and you're still... If it sounds like your kind of thing and you're still riding that spooky train, go give it a listen. And hey, go give us a follow on our socials at Dice and a Slice. D-I-C-E-N-A-S-L-I-C-E. Pew, pew. Yes. You look at me every time I say that like I've spelt it wrong and it's very funny. Because the cadence you say it with is different to the cadence (laughs) I say it with. It's like when you hear someone say your telephone number back to you and you're like, I don't know if that's correct. Or when someone says a telephone number and they don't do it 533 because those people are also wrong. Mm, Yes. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Watch out for custard. Bye. Bye.